K-O-L-D. K-O-L-D. K-O-L-D, our pilot episode. There is a little known college town that happens to be vital to my story through no merit of its own. A place where emerald greens and cloudy grays coexist. In this town, on a dull rainy fall morning, Eleanor Krakowski walked into the third best radio station in 10 miles. By the way she clutched her lapel, she looked nervous. She looked like she was waiting for something legendary. Hello? Great. Just when I'm trying to impress guests, we're infested with eerie sounds? No, I refuse. Today can't start like this. Hello? And now there's a ghost, too. Wait. Surprise, Miss Eleanor! What kind of surprise is this? Oh, dear, your... your voice is... You're a frequent caller. Why are you here, sitting in the dark at 6 a.m.? You don't remember me, Miss Eleanor? I showed up early for my new internship. You're, oh, you're Walter K. Why do you sound so surprised? I won the email and Foley contest for my 14 camels trying to navigate a raging sandstorm from archaeologist Angus's ancient adventures. It was done entirely with practical effects, no digital manipulation at all. Grand prize, an all-expenses-paid internship at my second favorite place in the world, KOLD Radio. And a hardware store gift card for $10. So technically not an unpaid internship. Welcome, Walter. I simply hadn't matched up the name on the email contest with your voice, since you usually just call in as Wacky W. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, guys, it's Wacky W here. Then you say, always fantastic to talk to my friends over the radio waves. My question is... Uh, Miss Eleanor, you actually memorized what I say? No way. I did, Walter, because you've been calling every day for a year. Even at Christmas, when you asked our science correspondent, what's the chemical formula for a perfect Christmas day? In fact, you always seem to have a very innocent view of life. How old are you? Fifteen and three-fourths, Miss Eleanor. How old are you? Is your birthday coming up? Because I totally wanted this to be a birthday surprise, too. I was even performing the Foley from your favorite show, Horrible Happenings at Hauser Manor. (laughs) Well, you'll learn over time not to ask me questions like, how old are you? But today is even more important than my birthday. You didn't have to come at the crack of dawn on Saturday, but I'm very grateful for your enthusiasm because today we make good on my impulsive decisions. (laughs) You're too professional for those. Maybe you thought they were impulsive, but really they were brilliant business moves. Speaking of business, Walter, before the flood of employees rushes in, could you do a special job for me? Could you write some jingles? Jingles? I, I've been striking some deals. To stay on as part of our programming, our advertisers would like free, catchy, guaranteed to work jingles. They would play all the time, like the cigarette ads in radio dramas from the 50s. Except they won't be for cigarettes, because we have morals. But I'm your Foley intern. 
I'm not a composer. You want something like, Metrisland? That takes real genius. No, anyone can do it. Except me. Because I tried. And I ended up with, Werner's Mortuary. Oh, brilliant. Makes me feel like someone's on my side through the burial process. Uh-huh. I wasn't even trying to plagiarize. Carmen's tattoos. Ouch, 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 ouch. Serving those big stacks. Al's Pancake House. <laughs> Why are they all insurance companies? I spent two hours on that last one, so I've set the bar nice and low for you. Enjoy! But why are they asking for free jingles? Are they taking advantage of your kindness? Well, yes, Walter. Back to work. Yes, Miss Eleanor. A few extremely boring hours passed at the station. Eleanor was making phone calls to advertisers, but her disgruntled face showed she had lied to Walt. The advertisers were tired of throwing money into a bottomless pit and were indeed being kind to her. But she wasn't going to tell that to her only listener under 65. Hello, this is Eleanor Krakowski of KOLD Radio. Who's speaking? Well, Mr. Cook, I've already spoken to five of your partners, and I just wanted to remind you that ad space is still wide open, and we now have a resident marketing professional specializing in jingles. Again, my name's Eleanor, not Babe. Oh, 30-second ads are only $200. Yes, you may pay with a Diners Club card, as long as it still works. I'm not sure what my marital status has to do with this transaction, but thank you anyway. Goodbye. Finally. Walter, we're keeping another advertiser. I need a jingle for the law office of Ziffrin, Brittenham, Bronca Fisher, Gilbert Lurie, and Cook. I just had to get to the last and loneliest partner. This is hard, Miss Eleanor. How's this? Elf's pancake house, Elf's pancake house, pancake, pancake. It's Meow Mix. Sorry. I mean, like, based on the vibe I get, I don't think she's bankrupt yet. But it's never too late to scroll through LinkedIn aimlessly and feel inferior, right? Inferior? Most of the people on there majored in bullshitting. I actually know things. STEM major. Aha! Our flood of employees has rolled in. And what are they talking about? Bankruptcy. Just in general. Yeah, nothing specific. I'm grateful. Poppy, Bebo, this is Walter K. <laughs> what an honor! What a rush! Hosts of No More Pseudoscience with Poppy and Bebo here with every single voice on Radio Drama Hour. Walt, finally you're not just a disembodied voice. I could say the same to you! I feel like we're friends already. You're like the only guy who calls in. Unless they're calling to ask that we bring the soft rock back. <laughs> Apparently we used to play the Grateful Dead. And where's the rest of the flood of employees, Miss Eleanor? I, I mean, I guess at this point, it's more like the trickle that comes out of my faucet when I don't close it really hard. But where's Connell Kaleo, renowned news broadcaster and DJ? And Ara Arroyos with Venga. 
the Spanish language hour. I always listen to it because that's how language immersion works, right? At some point, my brain will just translate everything like a babblefish, swimming happily because I immersed it in Spanish. I really want to live in his world. Um, to continue our water metaphors, Walter, you're describing a splash in the baby pool, not language immersion. Immersion is more like when you almost drown someone than pull them out at the last second. My time in Peru with Adolfo proved that. In fact, you know what happened to me there? Where are Ala and Connell, Miss Eleanor? You don't want to hear about how I kept excitedly telling servers in restaurants how salty their food was because I got the words mixed up? D did they leave too? Otto got a better job at the dump. It had, like, benefits. Uh, uh, oh, like getting to take home whatever trash you want? <sighs> More like health insurance, Walter. And at the dump, she doesn't get any call-ins asking her to go back where she came from. Oh, no. Because she's already where they want her to be. Down in the dumps. But, um, shh. Hands down the saddest pun I've ever heard. Uh, yes. We have been losing our radio professionals in the last few months. They get to do the job they love. They're happy as clams. And then, eventually, they choose money and comfort over passion. But I'm not bitter. I have all of you. And we're going to completely turn things around. And you have Connell. He's still here, right? He's a legend in the independent radio broadcasting community. On the air every day since he was 10 years old. Well, he left in a huff yesterday, so we'll see if he breaks his streak. Behind the KOLD radio front door stood, well, I can't even say it, the most exquisite musician in history and... I'll get the door for you, love. This goof. I've never felt he deserved her, her husband and manager. Ah, I see now. You think I'm too elderly and feeble to open me own door. Well, can you open it? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not ready. Is that Connell doing his accents again? I don't think this door deserves me. Joe, you said on the road trip... We'd stop off for a big event in a broadcasting corporation on the West Coast. And when you said West Coast, I thought Hollywood. I didn't think of some manky little radio station in bloody Oregon. Well, love, it's an investment. I thought I'd invest a million or so in this radio station and we could get a 10 or 20% return. A million! A million of my hard-earned dollars, of my sweat and tears... All to pay for that bleeding investing you've been doing in that dodgy old basement. Love, that's our world headquarters down there. That's business. Just business. Ah, me arse and Cattybury. You can call it whatever you like. That is not Connell. It's my people. It's my investors. Cool. So, like, we're gonna open the door for them now? Because I locked it. Uh. I swear, this'll be worth our time, love. Then why is the door locked? It should be one of those sliding doors like at the Hilton Hotel. I require those at any institution at which I'm a guest. <laughs> That's rich for a common busker from Dublin. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, stop acting the maggot and open the door! But love, I think the doors in America work different. Oh, well... I can't let them down, but I have to because you don't have any idea what we're doing. 
We are reinventing the station tonight. You understand? We are putting on a show for my investors, Mary and Joe. Do you want to know how I got the legendary last name free Irish singer Mary to take a chance on our station? I am only going to tell you once. Pure desperation. Whoa, it's it's Mary? Ugh, I hate this place I do. I just know I hate it already. I picked up all the old records and tapes we had, and I called the label of every one asking if they would support us. And they were the only ones who actually picked up. So we're showing them a good time with our new format. So many shows we used to have are gone, so what'll fill the time? We're bringing old-time radio dramas back to the mainstream, and you two will play the leading roles. Like Bebo and I? You know I'm a biologist, right? You aren't what you study, Poppy. Something deep inside you is crying out to be Sonia Winters. Um... Hey, this could be fun. Eleanor handed the three whippersnappers crumpled scripts, typed on bright pink paper. They were not appealing, and I felt so mad at her for making Mary wait. And what'll I do? Foley! Write and perform jingles. Make sure you aren't plagiarizing. Now... Everyone, stand somewhere and look busy. Yes, Miss Eleanor. I'll pancake house, I'll pancake house. Eleanor bolted to the door and finally unlocked it. Hello! Hello and welcome to KOLD Radio. Yeah, it won't be hard to look busy since you've just given me new pages with absolutely no warning. <laughs> You're actually worried? Dude, does she have no standards? I won't have time to make a character profile, or a beat sheet. Who even is this Brock Austin guy? I've never even read a script, and you want to make this professional? Like, I bet our lab rats can act better than I can. I'm just excited to have a scene partner for once. Hello! Grand to meet you, I suppose. Uh, yes, it is. Well, she means it is grand to meet you. That's true, but grand means fine. Okay, it's brilliant Irish code. This looks like the kind of kip Joe tried to put me in when I recorded my first album. Oh, well, it's charming, and yes, you could even say it reminds you of the past. We're trying to take people back to the 40s and 50s old-time radio, like one big-time machine. What are you saying? I recorded my first album in the 1950s? <laughs> You're gonna start off by taking the piss? To be fair, you did start off that way with her. Uh, who's taking whose piss? I mean, rats. Female rats use urine to mark attractive male rats. But, like, Mary's talking about making fun of people. Who is she anyway? Oh, she's Mary. Just Mary. You have to kind of be a Celtic music nerd to like her stuff, but once you're into it, you're in for life. She has a voice like molasses... Oh, and she was part of Pagan Female for, like, 14 years. Uh, the group evangelically singing pageant queens slash Disney princesses who play at all the regional concert halls constantly for some reason. Oh, you expect us to sit here and listen for two hours? I'm not biding my time in the nursing home waiting to die like your listeners. Yeah, it's hard to believe she was one of them. What was that? I have perfect hearing as well as pitch, you know. Oh, Oh, Mary. Joe, uh, these are the two playing the lovers in our little radio play we'll be showing you. Bebo Suncloud and Poppy Valley. Lovers? 
Well, I've skimmed the script, and it, that does seem like an accurate description. Ah, young love. We were just like you, uh, my wife and I, oh, once upon a time. We're not in love. Uh, no, we, we just play romantic partners in the play. Or whatever we're doing. I was, like, roped into this whole thing. Shh, Poppy. Except I was more of a cracker than that little girl, and I'm sure I had a better voice. Oh, you were deadly, love. And Mary, have you forgotten about my chiseled looks, my biceps, and... I've been trying to forget. I know what you mean. I don't like big muscles on men. They may be evolutionarily advantageous, but they're all bulgy and gross. And that's why you picked him, eh? I've... I've got some bulgy things. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're friends, but yeah. Yeah? Anyway, love, you know, I could out-sing that young one right here, right now. Ah, you could out-anything her, love. Well, thank you, Joe. Well, it uh, wasn't necessarily a compliment. Listen, if you want career advice in your acting careers from the legendary Mary... Here's a wee tip. Don't get married. It ruins everything. Mary turned on her heel and flounced away, as if she were still wearing her emerald green dress from Pagan Female, instead of orthopedic shoes, khakis, and a bedazzled blouse. I suppose we agree to disagree on that one. That was harsh. Good thing we're not actually in love. Eleanor and Joe followed Mary like little corgis, trying to attract her attention again. Well, wasn't that a lovely chat? Now, let me introduce you to another member of our team. Eleanor, you claim to be a business professional. So why do I feel like you're stalling? Why haven't we got on with this grand radio show? I'm not stalling. I want you to meet our whole team on a personal level before we... Uh, But why would I want that? Why did I even come to this dump? Joe promised me a talented bunch of professionals who would reinvent my career but I got a heap of chiselers making a bags of it instead. You're waiting for your star, aren't you? Um, Connell Kaleo. He is sort of the glue that holds everything together. I'm sure he's just stuck in traffic. Uh, traffic? Here? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Mary, she is funny. Stop waiting. Your star is here, but you're about to lose her if you don't show her something deadly. I'm far too important for you lot. And before anyone loses me for good, I like to show them everything they're gonna miss. Let's have a song! Mary, there's no reason to give up on us already. Wait, what did you mean? Little laddie? Me? Yes, you. Get me the most sparkly microphone you have. No, Walt, that won't be neat. Walt had to follow the older woman with the most authority in the room. He dashed into the booth found a blue pastel sequin-dusted microphone hooked up in the corner, dragged it out, and handed it to Mary. In the meantime, our dazzling star emptied out her purse, face creams, travel-sized whiskey, earbuds, mints, and an extra, extra large compact spilled onto the floor before she found... Walt, is it? Uh, Take this sheet music and, and use one of those instruments you've got back there and give me a D, a D below middle C. Miss Mary, I can't read music. Well, just give me a D then. Plunk it out, a D. Bebo, she just keeps random sheet music in her bag? What kind of emergencies do you need random sheet music for? 
Oh, you'd be surprised, lass. It comes in awfully handy for pubs, uh, uncomfortable family reunions, karaoke bars, strolls at the beach, you know. The dull fluorescent lights still beat down on them, but Mary swept into the center of the room and stood her tallest, which is exactly five foot three. I wasn't there, but if I were, I undoubtedly would have felt the station ripple and transform into a stage with one shining spotlight. Yarn is fang and sore mer shane a queer again, Mogilmar. Beam shop one a borscock low, a queer a queer in yo. Mar squirrel a wing on vocal bjor. Snarim tato rish goin mevron. Shem lech mo gilomar. O shem o he za gilomar. Yorn is fang and sore mir shane. A queen again, Magilamar. Wow. Wow. That was wonderful, Miss Mary. Yes, it was something. Thank you. Uh, I mean, thanks for nothing, but thanks for listening anyway. My wife's a national treasure, you know. How come you never tell me that, you stupid caffler? <clears throat> Took you a while to come up with the insult that time, love. Because you're just that indescribable. Yeah, indescribably lovely, I agree. So, Mary, surely you're glad to be here with a community of people who appreciate your... <laughs> artistry. A excuse me, let me just take that. It was a call-in. But why? Eleanor looked insecure as usual, dashing into the booth and answering the call. This is Eleanor Krakowski, Managing Director of KOLD Radio, and you, my friend, are on air. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I, I can barely word. Maybe I could say it better. We just heard the legendary Mary. Performing live on air. I can't believe it. I, I don't, don't know, know what my feelings, feelings are doing. So we looked up your address and we're on our way to see the goddess of music live in the flesh. I really cannot believe the station didn't publicize this better. Pagan female forever. I'm going to bring every album for you to sign and my arms and my dog. Uh, the crazy ones are back, love. I was on air. I thought my manager promised me anonymity on this trip. I couldn't have expected that Eleanor would foul that up. She's trying her best, but it is all a bit gammy. Well, that's enough of that. Let me remind you that though we are broadcasting, the station is closed. That's what she thought. But I, Petunia Stoneberry, president of the Mary's Mysteries fan club, 
editor of the MM Fanzine and Fansite, author of the forthcoming Mariography, would team up with my friends to stage the most maniacal lockpicking in history, all in the name of devotion to music and to the Mary from the past we know and love, whether or not the Mary of today wanted it to happen. Thanks for taking a chance on this work in progress. This episode is our launching pad and future episodes will be more polished. KOLD is written, mixed, and directed by me, Isabel Rogers, with technical support by Tim Rogers and music by Val Haynes. This episode's cast, Scott Barkhurst as Joe, Trey Hammond as Bebo Suncloud, Greg Havton as Victor, Pamela Lehan Siegel as Mary, Amy Manley as Katie, Mary McCoy as narrator slash Petunia Stoneberry, Emma Polini as Poppy Valley, Thor Rogers as Walter K, Dante Thonhart as Maximiliano, and Adrienne West as Eleanor Krakowski.